Hey loves, it's your girl Vina. Grab your wine glass, grab your cup, sit back, and get ready because I'm about to serve some juice. Hey, 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 everybody. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your girl Vina. And this is another episode of that most underrated podcast that I'm always saying. Y'all know what it is. My juice is their religion. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Obviously, we are in season two. Have y'all been keeping up? Have y'all been listening to every episode? I hope you have not been skipping. You didn't fast forward because I make sure that my episodes are binge worthy. All right. No hour plus episodes over here. All right. Give you a strong maybe 40 minutes so you can listen. And I want you to come back. I need you to crave the juice. I need you to want to taste the juice and just be like, you know what? I cannot get enough of listening to Kavina's sexy ass voice. Now, I don't think I have a sexy voice, but other people seem to like it. This is probably episode four. So let's get into it, right? Let's get right into it. Your girl got to leave for two weeks. Got to go upstate for a work trip. Not my most fun times because as much as I like going on work trips sometimes, it takes me away from the things that I want to do that's here, right? Going on dates, being with my booze, being with my kids, living regular life, having access to my whole closet. <laughs> when you go away for two weeks, you had to pack accordingly, right? So I had like a big ass suitcase and trying not to overpack, but trying to pack for stuff just in case because you don't really know what you're going to do, right? I've got like my work clothes. But then I need clothes for like when I'm not at work and I may want to go out and do stuff because I'm going to be going for two weeks. I definitely always take too much shit like all the time. I think I'm getting better. I mean, the last trip I went on, I packed so little. I packed just enough. If I have to go somewhere and it's like for two weeks, it's like, oh, no, the stress of did I pack the right outfits? Did I pack the right shoes? Did I pack accessories? Now... My bestie likes to joke that maybe I was COVID patient zero, right? Or like one of one of the, the first people to be sick because I have no idea where the sickness came from. It just pops up literally out of nowhere. I mean, I never really knew what I was sick from, but I had a lot of like crazy body aches. I had a bad cough. I had chills. Yo, I felt like I was dying. And this is the summertime, guys. Nurse Bay definitely does not like to see me sick. She's always ready to like come up with some kind of concoction if I'm sick. And because she's already experienced me sick before. When I had that date with Stiff Guy, I don't remember quite being sick, but maybe I was and I was just sucking it up because I really wanted to go out with Stiff Guy. <laughs> that sounds a lot like what I would do if I'm not dying and I can still pull together the look that I want to pull together. I'm going to go out. <laughs> I don't want to reschedule, right? Because what if the reschedule is like a week or so away? And oh, no, like I don't, I'm not trying to mess up any kind of flow. You want to see me? I want to see you too. Let's go. Let's, let's do this, right? I know during this work trip, I felt like shit. And I'm worried that like, what if I pass along whatever kind of germs that I have up there? I didn't have a room by myself, even though I was trying to get a room by myself because I thought, 
this cannot possibly be safe for me to be in a room with anyone else. And my job was all like, no, you'll be okay. So my bestie, she, um, she roomed with me. When I went on this trip, I was in charge of like 10 people and they're all reporting to me. So I have to be on point all the time, right? To make sure that everything that we're doing is going according to, to plan, I guess you could say. I know that sounds very much like, are they robbing a bank? Is this a bank heist? <laughs> when this trip first started, I let them know, look, I feel like shit. Y'all know why we're here. All I need y'all to do is be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. Because if any of you do something wrong, they're not coming after you. They're coming after me because I'm the one who's in charge of this group. So you may get a little slap on the wrist, but I'm going to get my ass chewed out. I thought I said that in like the easiest way, non-confrontational, just letting them know that this is what it is. And of course, people are not answering their phones when they need to check in for certain meetings and stuff. People are not showing up on time. What does this do? The snippiness that's there under the surface, this is just making it rare as head. Overall, I'm not a snippy person, but the snippiness is always there. But being sick and having to work and really having to work at a at a high level, don't do something that's really going to make me be like, oh, that's the type of energy we're giving. Now, the upside about this trip is that my bestie is with me, right? Because me and my bestie, we also work together occasionally. So I'm glad that I feel like I have somebody to kind of lean on a little bit. She's going to be on point and can rally other people to get it together if they're kind of straying from the intended path. So I don't feel as though it's just all on me, but it doesn't matter like whatever she helps me with. If something doesn't go right, is my ass that's on the chopping block. And of course, that, that's what's happening on this trip because I don't understand. I already told y'all I don't feel good. All I said was you just got to be at the right place at the right time. Like show me that you don't give a shit about me without telling me. This is it right here. And what's so disappointing because I'm like, I work with y'all all the time. Y'all are my team. Why are now some of the people on this, that are here on this trip are not part of my team. But the majority of them are. So I don't understand why they got to act like such assholes. Because if they were sick, I would be doing all that I could to make sure that they could just chill and relax. But because it's me that's in charge, I can't chill and relax. I have to be on top of everything. Do you know that they had like a little meeting with my bestie, right? To complain about me. And she didn't understand why they were complaining she told him like yo she's not even being super hard on you she just wants you to do the right thing just to be on time to the meetings right to just do the work that you're supposed to be doing while we're here your job this is what you're getting paid for this is not a vacation right yes you have time after work to you know do your own thing but you can't go super far right because you still need to be here the next day for work and if you go too far, what if something happens? Now I'm in trouble because I'm supposed to be doing check-ins and I'm not doing certain check-ins. So I'm like, okay, y'all are grown. Just make sure that you're here at this time, right? Like some people wanted to go to Lake George. Lake George was far from where we were at. I mean, a drivable distance, but still further than I wanted anybody to go. 
they really had the nerve to have a whole fucking attitude and then have a meeting behind my back about me saying that I'm mean. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I talk to y'all like grown adults. Like when I found out what the meeting was and I went to talk to them, you know, I told them that one, I'm really disappointed that y'all felt like I needed to have a meeting behind my back and not just be man or woman enough to like come to me about your concerns. Do you want me to talk nicer to you than I talk to my own children? I'm not doing that. If they can take it, right? Why can't you take it as an adult? Is that if I was a man, the things that they were saying about me, they would have never fucking said. Because when some of the men who are um, part of the company, when they're in charge, nobody says anything when some of them are ready to fly off the handle because people are not in meetings on time, are not completing certain trainings. But me as a woman, if I'm pissed, if I don't like people's uh, work performance and I'm getting in people's ass about it, oh, she's kind of a bitch. Well, guess what? That I'm going to be the head motherfucking bitch in charge. Working in any kind of male-dominated field as a woman, and especially as a black woman, just so you guys know, most of the people on my team are not black. Some of them are Caucasian. Some of them are Middle Eastern, like Asian. Like, they're different ethnicities. One person was Hispanic. Like, maybe one or two, including my bestie, right? She's black. Who the fuck said I had to be nice? Like, I really think that that narrative, oh, you got to be nice, needs to go away and I always think that I'm a very nice person I've been too nice to motherfuckers I have done so much fucking niceness is ridiculous like if I could go back to my younger self and just bop upside his head and like cut that shit out stop it why are you being so fucking good to these people they don't give a fuck about you right they are going to step over you they're going to use you they are gonna suck you dry and guess what? I turn around and I give you no fucking credit. Or as soon as you don't like the way something is going and you speak up for yourself, they're going to flip the fucking switch and they're going to be like, oh, why is she so angry? When I'm not angry, I'm just being assertive. Me being assertive because it is the role that I'm in, I must be. Like, hello, you're my subordinate. Since when in anything within our culture did it say that <laughs> we got to be nice? And this is only something that is said to women. They don't say these things to men. People will be like, oh, man, he's a boss. Oh, he's aggressive. Oh, he's a shark. He goes after what he wants. But women, oh, why you don't smile more? What? 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 Get the fuck out of here with that kind of bullshit. I don't like that. That's part of the thing that sometimes that makes my job so hard. I reserve my niceness for when it really fucking counts. But I also don't believe that you have to be a bitch. I'm, I'm not willfully trying to be a bitch to anybody. But I don't want you to step over me. I don't want to be walked on. I don't want you to think that you could just do whatever. Especially when I see the level of respect that you give to my male counterparts. Right? How they address them. How they act with them. When they tell them that something needs to be done. And they hop up and they start, they start moving and they do it. But if I say something, I have to repeat myself three, four, five times. I'm like, am I talking to my kids? My kids know if I have to talk to you more than like two times, you about to make me go into another <laughs> another level. You're unlocking another level that you don't want to be in. <sighs> I know I'm not the only woman who goes through this, especially as a black woman. But because of this, right, it really shapes how I like my relationships to go. 
at what I want to do or rather don't always want to do within my relationships. Because I have to bring this type of energy all the time, I don't want that in my relationship. I don't want to be that person. So I like a man who is going to take control, who it essentially makes me feel taken care of because I'm always on 10 being so assertive being more dominating that in my relationships I really don't want to have to do that all the time maybe sometimes because I may be better at something than he is I'd rather be the co-pilot than feeling like I'm the pilot all the time gender roles is a thing for me so (sighs) shoot me this trip is just not going well and I'm just totally over it but I'm being I've gotten dragged out to the fair and I am the one that's in charge of this group so I kind of got to go with if they want to go which I drove upstate because it was further away where we were at and I was the most experienced driver so I was like no we are not going to drive have someone else drive and it take us freaking forever to get there I'm just a more um, seasoned driver out of the group so I want to get there right it takes if it's going to take us three hours to get there I would get us there in two (laughs) no I wasn't speeding like that but I was speeding Have any of you guys been there? I love carnivals and amusement parks and fairs and stuff. Like, I'm such a big kid when it comes to this type of thing. And the New York State Fair is one of the largest um, fairs in the country. It is huge. They have so many attractions, so many rides. Did y'all know that milk is the New York State drink? Ew. How gross is that? I fucking despise milk. Ugh cow mucus gross right but at the new york state fair they bring cows and you can see like the baby calves well you know what that's kind of redundant to say that because a calf is a baby cow yeah i know what i mean the baby calves i'm still gonna say it you can see how they milk the cows so even though i don't like milk i find stuff like that kind of interesting and even though i would totally not want a farm life negative um milking a cow is kind of cool (laughs) it's like grabbing a giant long titty to um squeeze the milk out (laughs) like it's all warm and fat (laughs) i did not get to do any cow milking i really wanted to they have butter churning yo i fucking love butter okay butter will beat out margarine and all this other stuff any day of the week okay i wanted to try to get fresh fucking butter and they were making sculptures out of butter does that not sound appealing to anyone? Is it just me to get excited about butter sculpting? <laughs> I was excited about that. I did not get to do any of that, right? Because I was not at the fair with the right people. I needed to be at the fair with like my own people who would indulge the things that I wanted to do. Or we just all interested in the same thing. You really would have needed like two days to come to this fair, right? Or maybe three because there's a lot of different um, attractions and shows happening there's so much things going on you really got to decide like okay well what do you want to see okay what do you want to see all right what side of the park is that on oh that's not even close so that's how I ended up not getting to see the calves or the butter churning but what I did get to indulge in was carnival and fair food right so fried oreos Zeppolis. Oh, guys, I had freaking alligator on a stick. It was so fucking good. It was so good. So they had alligator shish kebabs, right? And if no one would have told you that it was alligator, 
initially seeing it, you wouldn't have known it was alligator because it looked like pork. And the texture was that of pork. It reminded me almost like kind of like a pork chop or just like some kind of pork piece, but not really. It was really good. It was really good. I had it with some barbecue sauce. It was really good. Yes, I am the adventurous eater. As long as it doesn't look too crazy, I am always willing to try it, right? And it makes me want to like, dang, is that something I could buy online? Like, can I get that shipped to me? I mean, you could buy almost anything online. I should research that and see, can I buy alligator meat and have it shipped to New York? <laughs> but it was really freaking tasty. I definitely did not feel like walking around though. If I could have rode around in one of those like scooter thingies and then still had to drive like two, three hours back to get to where we were actually staying. The only like little pieces of light in this story for me was that, hey, I could steal Marco Polo and talk to Stiff Guy. <laughs> I could, you know, talk to Nurse Bay. Yeah, I know I really don't have that many people that I'm like dating right now right my my roster looking kind of low you know I don't like when it gets like this now it's not to say that I always need partners I don't right I've got film bay and I've got nurse bay but that's it because I know I want another partner and I don't have any like real prospect and guys I'm out here swiping left and swiping right just people are not making the cut. Like, they leave so much to be desired. Like, I need, I really want and need another boyfriend in my life at this point, right? And those are the things that people, I think, don't talk about. The struggles with being polyamorous and feeling kind of single about the struggles when you feel very alone. And everyone will say, oh, there's nothing wrong with being alone and things that you can do when it's just you by yourself. Yeah, yada, 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 yada. I'm not trying to hear that bullshit. Yes, you could do a lot of stuff by yourself, but uh, you could do so much more when it's two of you, okay? And in this case, I'm like, I want it to be like three or four, y'all. Shoot, when I have solid relationships, my ass, well, I, I'm about to tell you, I'm, I try my best not to be moving and grooving all over the place. Guess what? My solid relationships keep me focused not to burn myself out so I'm not just ripping and running and cutting myself up into so many pieces because I'm doing like the most when I have those type of relationships that keep me anchored down and centered I can offload some stuff onto someone else when people really care about you and really fuck with you like that they are gonna move mountains and make it happen for us I need those people in my life who ready to move mountains for me even though I know film bay wants to move mountains he can move boulders right he's not really moving mountains and nurse bay uh, she be so focused on her own mountains and don't even want to move her own mountains she always wants someone else to move the mountains for her like she can move mountains but she don't want to she wants assistance for every single little thing she is not somebody who i think like oh she's going to help move mountains for me even if she says that she is I know that is a lie. Like, that's just not who she is. That just isn't how our relationship is. And then sometimes I just don't want her help because we clash in in our opinions of what we want help with. I need this as a partner because I didn't feel like I had it with Warehouse Bay. It was kind of there. And between him and Film Bay, like, thing, a lot of things were getting done. It's just certain things that I like that I want in a male partner was lacking in that relationship. And even if I get it from 
film bay because of the way his life and everything is set up he can't provide enough of it so it was like it's like telling me oh i want candy all right i'm gonna just give you like just a piece of the candy but really i want the whole goddamn bar like why are you playing with my feelings give me the whole chocolate bar oh you're just gonna give me a small square so when i do meet somebody like how i know stiff guy now okay like i'm reading his resume like oh oh you worked here as well oh that's a good company oh you went to school where oh that's a good school oh you did this too oh that's oh you volunteer oh he got so many good things guys in the inside, I'm like a little bit excited, but in reality, I'm like, no, no, no. He could be a wolf in sheep's clothing over here trying to like snatch me up and toss me back out there. <laughs> toss me back to the streets and make me think like, oh man, I thought this was real. I'm like psych. You know who I do end up talking to? I end up talking to freaking, um, to drama guy because he has been around me the most when I've been sick. He has been the person who has always taken care of me when I've been sick, at least in the past like few years. So I'm sure some of y'all are like, why is she still talking to that man? As as bad as he seems in certain things, in different situations that y'all have heard, he is still like a comfort to me because I've been dealing with him for so long i'm feeling sick sometimes he noticed that i'm getting sick before i even think that i'm getting sick and ready to do something to make it go away me being feeling like really vulnerable and very just really down as far as being sick is it's like second nature to call him and granted he can't do anything because he's too far away but it's still second nature for me to reach out to him I don't know it's something about him the way he offers up comfort that my other partners don't do for me and I don't know if it's because he's known me much longer or if he's just comforting in that way and knows how to speak to me in a certain way that that really just gets into you know into my heart in that way everyone else is probably like sis you do not need to be involved I know that I, I know right but how often do we know what we're not supposed to do and we do it anyway, you know? So this is where I stand when it comes to him. The whole time I'm there, I'm running a fever and it's not even like, oh, it's 99. No, it's 100. It's 100.2. It's 100.3. Like I'm just running a fever the entire time. So just think it's summertime and it's hot upstate, right? It's It's hot. It's like someone taking a piece of shit that's fresh and hot and putting it out in the sun. Like, when is it ever going to stop smelling? It's not because it's already hot and you put it out in the sun to bake. That's how my body feels. Like, oh, you're sick and you're hot and you're going to go out into the heat and you have to go outside and you got to do stuff and you have to be working and you got to be in charge of these people. But I'm not getting better. Even though I'm taking medicines, I'm like, I got like the Vicks, I got the Robitussin, I got the ginger ale, I got the crackers, I done laid down, I done took a nap, like all the little things that they say that you should do. Nothing is helping me. Maybe I need to go to the hospital. I will not go to the doctor if I don't need to. I'm not anti-doctor. I will go to the doctor if I'm not feeling right. Like, I'm not like my mom. She will avoid, she will not go to the doctor. To go to the hospital feels very extreme to me. I feel like the only reason I should be going to the hospital is I'm like having a child. I'm losing a limb. Like I have like a serious thing happening. Um, 
And to me, I'm like, oh, I just have a cold. This isn't, this isn't warrant a hospital visit. But the fact that this has been going on for so long is what makes me think, oh, maybe I should go to the hospital. It just, it just feels very unusual for me because I've never been sick like this before. So my bestie takes me to the emergency room. Do you know what it's like going to an emergency room in a little hick-ass seeming place? Like, that's what it feels like. There's like nobody in there, yet it somehow still takes me a long time to get seen. I, I don't understand that, right? There was like one other person in the emergency room, yet it seemed like it, it felt like it took me a while to get seen. I'm like, what are they doing? Nobody is here. This is like the quietest emergency room that I've ever been in. So when I finally get seen, you know, they didn't really run any tests. I really wish I would have advocated for myself more. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, Maybe it's because I didn't even really want to be there. And having to tell my boss like, hey, I'm really feeling bad and I'm going to go to the emergency room. Right. And of course, they're like, wait, wait, wait. Why do you need to go to the emergency room? What's wrong? And I'm like, I'm sick. I've been telling y'all since before I left that I wasn't feeling well. Like, y'all knew that I wasn't feeling good. They knew I did not feel well because I've been telling them I don't feel good. Okay. My bestie has also been doing check-ins for me to let them know like, yo, she's really not doing well. Like she is sick. Every meeting that I'm in, they see me like I'm sitting in the back and I never sit in the back. Right. I don't always sit in the front, but I sit in a space where you see me. Right. So I can be engaging. I never sit in the back of the room. Even when I when I was in school, I never sit in the back of the class, right? You may get me in the middle or whatever, but never in the back. I'm sitting in the back during all of our trainings, all of our meetings and everything because I feel like crap and I don't really want to be bothered nor do I want to spread my germs, right? So I guess I was started practicing the 6 feet <laughs> before the 6 feet was a thing. And yeah, they don't really run any tests. They take my temperature. They did something. They prescribed me some medicine, right? So I go to the go to the pharmacy, get the medicine, and I'm like, please let this work. Like, let me start to feel better because I I can't do this. Like, this is not how I want my body to feel. I don't like feeling weak and like I want to just lay down and do nothing. That's just not a good feeling at all. But all in all, in the midst of all of this, right? Even with me trying to hang back and not be too much in the mix, right? Because I'm not feeling good. I still stood out enough that while I'm there, that this um, section of the company, they're offering me a job. They want me to come up there to work with them. And of course, you know, I'm feeling like, oh, snap, for real? Like, y'all like me? But they're looking for someone like me. They don't have someone like me on their team. And they're like, yeah. So, you know, I'm really, like, hard body considering this job. I fill out the application. <laughs> I send them my resume, uh, which feels crazy, right? Because I'm like, it's the same company. It's just a different section. But I fill out the application. I send them my resume. I'm doing all this stuff like, wait, I might actually move up here and take this job. And it's a little exciting because, yeah, I'm a New Yorker, but I've never thought about living upstate. Like, upstate? Ugh. There's nothing to me that that makes me think I want to live upstate. <laughs> Like, I'm such a New Yorker, like a city girl, New Yorker. Nothing about, and you know what? Upstate people can't even call them a, themselves a New Yorker. When people say they're a New Yorker, 
everyone knows what they talking about they from the city they from one of the five boroughs okay i clown long islanders all the time like you're not a new yorker so the thought process of even going upstate is like what that feels crazy i don't know about this but i kind of want this job because I've done this work before and I haven't done it in a while, but I've done it before and it is something that I like. So I kind of want it. And y'all know what I'm immediately thinking about, right? I got something going on with Stiff Guy. How the fuck is that gonna work? <laughs> like, is he gonna wanna travel? So with that being said, this episode has come to an end. Make sure you like and subscribe, share your thoughts, hit me up on Instagram, get in my DMs, send me your questions. My juice is their religion. Catch on the next serving. Bye.